Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The Senate passes a bill funding the Defense Department until the end of September 2019. It gives DOD a total of $675 billion for 2019, as well as a 2.6% increase in pay for the military. A bill giving the Health and Human Services, Education and Labor Department's funding also clears the Senate. It includes nearly $180 billion in funding for those agencies. More than 30 military and veterans groups are pushing back against a reported move by the Trump administration to weaken financial protections for service members. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has details. In a letter to DOD and the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, the groups say it would be a mistake to weaken the Military Lending Act. That 2006 law capped interest rates for service members. After that, DOD and CFPB used the law to crack down on predatory lenders surrounding military bases. The letter was prompted by reports that CFPB Director Mick Mulvaney is considering doing away with some of the the key measures the government has used to enforce those regulations. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Adding additional career paths for pilots in the Air Force will help reduce some of the current shortages, according to a new study from the RAND Corporation. The study says a warrant officer track or aviation technical track would help fill the 2,000 empty pilot billets the Air Force has, but would require the development of new processes and policies. Reality Winner, the former government contractor accused of leaking classified materials to the press, receives five years in prison. Prosecutors say it's the longest sentence ever imposed for a federal crime involving leaks to the media. The former Air Force translator had worked as a contractor at a National Security Agency office in Augusta, Georgia, when she gave a classified report to The Intercept. The busy week for federal IT executives continues. The Department of Housing and Urban Development is the latest agency to join the CIO shuffle. HUD names David Chow as its new Chief Information Officer. An agency spokesman confirms Chow started Monday, coming over from the National Credit Union Administration. HUD becomes the third cabinet agency this week to see movement in their CIO role, joining Interior and HHS. Chow served as a program manager at the NCUA since 2011. He replaces Johnson Joy, who resigned suddenly in March after only nine months on the job. I'm Jason Miller. The Homeland Security Department will launch a risk radar next year aimed at helping agency leaders better understand their cybersecurity strategies. Mark Neidinger, Director of Federal Network Resilience at DHS, says the radar would include data from its Continuous Diagnostics and Mitigation Program and agency's performance under the Federal Information Security Management Act, or FISMA. Neidinger says the risk radar will bridge the cyber knowledge gap between agency heads and their chief information officers. The Office of Management and Budget plans to set up its Applied Research Center to tackle widespread federal management problems in 2019. OMB says it will need a few million dollars of seed money to launch the Government Effectiveness Advanced Research or GEAR Center. The administration is currently seeking comments from industry, academia, and think tanks on how it can set up and sustain the GEAR Center to work on workforce, technology, and similar management challenges. Health and Human Services moves on a recommendation from the Government Accountability Office. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services gets tough with states contemplating so-called demonstration projects. The projects are novel ways to serve Medicaid recipients so long as they don't raise reimbursements the states receive from CMS. With Medicaid spending going through the roof, CMS sends state officials instructions for how to calculate so-called budget neutrality. It also sends them a standard form for doing so. I'm Tom Temin. The federal accepted service has grown 10% over the last 20 years. The Office of Personnel Management says almost 30% of the federal workforce is made up of accepted service appointments. The remaining 70 are competitive hires. It admits agencies may have too many special hiring authorities to make the appointments. Most use only about 11 out of the 62 available. 
And President Trump's nominee to lead the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy promises to stay out of politics. Kelvin Drogemeyer testifies to the Senate Commerce, Science, and Transportation Committee. Committee leadership wants to confirm Drogemeyer quickly. OSTP hasn't had a director for nearly 600 days. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.